Welcome to this week's podcast from Terelgan City Church. We hope this message transforms and equips you to reach out. For more information about what's happening at TCC, head to terelgancitychurch.com or check us out on Facebook. We hope you enjoy this message. Welcome to Church Online. It is so good to have you joining with us for the month of November. We're going to be talking about faith and we're excited to be talking about this topic over the month of November. And we pray that it's really going to encourage you and uplift you and get you excited for what's ahead for you on your journey with God and for us as as a church. And so it's going to be good. You know, this season, I think, has been all about having the right perspective, having the right perspective. Where are we putting our focus? You know, um, where do we choose to focus on? Do we put the thing, do we put our focus on the things that we can't control? Or do we put our focus on the one who is in control, which we know that is our Lord God. He is in control. And I love in Hebrews 12 verse 2, it says, We fix our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And then further down in the verse, it says, And now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. God is not dethroned in this time. You know, he's not upset or, or sidetracked or whatever you might think. God is still on the throne. Jesus is still on the throne at the right hand of God. And we can fix our eyes on him knowing that he is in control in this season. He is sovereign. He is in control. You know, when you think of this year and we look back and here we are, we're still meeting for church online six months later. And you can think of this year, and I've seen lots of memes and different things out there that said, I just want this year to be over. Like, just get me out of 2020. You know, let's let's celebrate New Year's Eve already so we can have this year over and done with. It can feel like all the things that we set out at the start of this year, all the dreams and the plans that we have have been thrown out the window. But as we look at 2020, what if God has been preparing us for what is to come? What if 2020 has been teaching us a deep trust in Jesus like never before? And I think about this deep trust that we've been developing in God as we trust in Him and as we trust Him fully. Because when we trust fully, we won't hesitate to step out in faith when He commands. So what if this year has been a year of ploughing, and preparing the ground, a year of pruning and planting, and a year to get ready for the harvest. I love that scripture that says, that don't give up, don't get tired, don't get weary of doing good, because at the proper time, we will see a harvest. And in John 15 verse 1, it says, Jesus says, I am the vine. And the farmer who tends to the vine is my father. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches and pruning every fruitful branch to yield a greater harvest. And I believe that there is a greater harvest ahead for us. You know, for most of you that are watching on to know, you'll know that my husband, Jono, and I have been working in our backyard and preparing our backyard. 
And a few, probably a few weeks ago, a fair few weeks ago now, we were preparing this really rough and hard uh, part of the, the garden, the retaining wall, and it was, it was so hard. It was rock hard. The soil was no good for growing anything, and it needed this preparation. And so, you know, I had a go at it. Um, you know, first we had to turn the ground over uh, with a crowbar, which for me was really hard because I couldn't even lift the crowbar up. So that was interesting. And then we took to it with a pitchfork. And so if you can imagine that, here I am, I'm trying to stand on top of the pitchfork to get it into the ground to lift up this dirt. So it would have been quite the scene if you were watching on. But it was hard work. And I remember when I've got the pitchfork and I'm standing on top of it, and I'm jumping on it to try and get it into the ground to lift the soil and as I was doing that I think oh I'm giving up this is just way too hard like I'm not going to do it anyway I continued on I finished my section and then John O took over and this is what made me feel really good because when he took over he actually broke the pitchfork in half and I thought well there you go the ground is really hard it's not just me Uh, (laughs) the ground is super tough and so as we were doing this we're preparing the ground um, we had to put clay breaker on it as well to break it up. And as we were doing that, a song came to mind, which I think you all will know, which is we were singing clay breaker, miracle worker, which we all know is way maker, miracle worker. But we were singing that song and having a laugh. And then we had to put a couple of hundred litres of mushroom compost. And so it wasn't easy. And we had to continue to work this soil for a fair few weeks. And then once we were able to get it to this place of preparation where it was prepared, we were able to plant our bamboo. And what's been amazing to see is our bamboo starting to grow new shoots up out of the ground. And so it was really hard work, but it all, it all started from preparing the ground. And we began to see this new life coming out. And, you know, we can all agree that this year has been a hard year. It's been a year that has not been easy. It's been frustrating. And just like the pitchfork at times, we've felt broken by this year. But the one thing that this year has not been, it has not been a waste. And how do I know this? You might say, well, how do you know this year hasn't been a waste? Well, when you look in Romans 8 verse 28, we see the goodness of God and it says, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And so, you know, as we start this month off speaking about faith, speaking about stepping out in faith, just maybe this year, God has been developing a deep trust in you like you've never had before, because he wants to ask you to step out and take faith those steps of faith and because you've you've experienced this deep trust in God a God who won't let you down you won't hesitate to step out at his command and do what he is asking so let's talk about faith this morning faith is an act of trust and reliance rather than being passive faith leads to an active life of obedience to the one being trusted It seeks to know and become obedient to God. In the New Testament, the word faith is derived from the Greek word pistis. And I'm not sure if I'm saying that correct, but the meaning is to trust, to have confidence, faithfulness, to be reliable and to assure. 
So what is faith to us? We can see that answer in Hebrews 11 verse 1. It says, Faith is confidence in what we hope for and the assurance that the Lord is working even though we cannot see it. How many of us have felt like nothing's going on this year? We can't see what's what God is doing. But here's the thing. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance that the Lord is working, even though we cannot see it. Faith knows that no matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what's going on in your friend's life, that the Lord is working. Even though we cannot see it, we believe for it with everything within us. We trust the one who nothing is impossible for. We all know that the opposite of faith is doubt. And I think all of us have probably experienced doubt at some time in our life. We've doubted what's been going on. But I've also heard that the opposite of faith is sight. If we can't see it, then we don't pray for it and we don't believe for it. Have you all heard the saying that seeing is believing? But it's not the case with God, is it? We need to believe to see. Faith is being certain of what we do not see. And I love the scripture in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7. It says, For we live by faith and not by sight. When we look at Peter in Matthew 14, we see a man who was willing to step out in faith. And in that same step, we see a man whose sight got the better of him in the moment. And it can happen to all of us. You know, we try to live by faith. You know, I'm going to try to live by faith, but I'll have a side, I'll have a side of sight with my faith, please. We want to see things. We want to see it before we jump out and do it. You know, for me, I I tend to be like to control and see the plan ahead. But sometimes with God, He's asking us to step out and trust Him that He has it all planned out. He has it worked out. So we're going to have a look at Matthew 14 verse 22. And if you've got your Bibles with you, whether you're on the couch or in the kitchen, or maybe you're still eating your breakfast, whatever it might be, if you've got your Bibles with uh, with you, you can turn to Matthew 14, verse 22. And we're going to stop in this these verses uh, for this morning. And in 22, it says, As soon as the people were fed, Jesus told the disciples to get into their boat and go to the other side of the lake, while he stayed behind to dismiss the people. After the crowd dispersed, Jesus went up into the hills to pray. And as night fell, he was there praying alone with God. But the disciples who were now in the middle of the lake ran into trouble, for their boat was tossed about by high winds and heavy seas. I don't know if you've ever been uh, on a lake or in the ocean and it's high winds and heavy seas. It can be quite scary. But at about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came to them walking on the waves When the disciples saw him walking on top of the water, they were terrified and they screamed, a ghost. Then said, then Jesus said, be brave. Don't be afraid. I am here. And Peter shouted out, Lord, if it's really you, then have me join you on the water. Come and join me, Jesus said. So Peter stepped out on the water. Onto the water and began to walk toward Jesus. 
But when he realized how high the waves were, he became frightened and he began to sink. And he said, save me, Lord, he cried out. Jesus immediately stretched out his hand and lifted him up and said, what little faith you have. Why would you let doubt win? And at that very moment, they both stepped into the boat. The raging wind ceased. Then all the disciples crouched down before him and worshipped Jesus. And they said in adoration, you are truly the son of God. So what can we take from these verses? What can we, how can we apply what we've just talked about? How can we apply this to our lives when we look at being full of faith and stepping out of the boat or aka stepping out of our comfort zones when Jesus commands? So the first thing that I wanted, I wanted to look at four things in these verses today. And the first thing that I wanted to look at is, number one is be brave. We see in verse 27 in the scripture, Jesus says, Be brave and don't be afraid. I am here. Other translations say, Take courage, take heart. But I love the last part of that verse where it says, I am here. Some translations just say, I am. I think that's really interesting because Jesus is making a statement by saying, I am. He wanted the disciples to know that he wanted them to know who was standing on the water in front of them. It wasn't just anyone. It wasn't just some ghost, but it was the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we know that I am was the name of God used in Exodus 3, a name that expresses the character of God as dependable, faithful God. I've got down here who desires the full trust of his people meaning He is living, eternal, ever-present, self-existent, holy, unchanging one. As He was standing on the water, He made a statement, I am, is here. It's not just any guy. It's not just some ghost. But it's the King of kings and the Lord of lords that is here in front of you. And so when we step out in faith, when we step out of the boat and we step out in, in faith, we can be brave because we know the one that we are walking to is I am. He's the one that we can trust. He's the one that is holy, unchanging. And if anything, I think that just puts some confidence in God, a confidence in Jesus when he says, be afraid, be, sorry, be, be brave. And don't be afraid. I am is on our side and he is with us. So that was the first thing. Be brave. The second thing that we can take out of these verses is that when we're asked to step out in faith, there's never going to be a perfect time. I don't know if you uh, look at that scripture in verse 28 that Peter shouted out, Lord, if it's really you, then have me join you on the water. And I know what I like to do in situations where maybe God is asking me to step out in an area. I like to assess everything. Look at this option and that option and all sorts of things. And I think it's interesting that we notice Peter didn't say, Lord, if it's really you, then just stop the high winds and tell the water to calm down so that I can walk to you. And if you could just come a little closer, 
So you're not too far out. That'd be really good. I don't know if you've, if uh, those who out there who have kids, I've got three boys. And, you know, when I'm changing their nappies, they used to stand on the end of the change table like they were going to jump to me. But they would never jump until they had a hold of me. So they didn't quite have that trust or confidence that I could catch them. And so it's interesting that Peter didn't say, just come a little closer. You're a bit too far out. I'm not sure I want to go all that way. And you, we noticed Peter didn't say, if you could turn the water temper, temperature up to 28 degrees, so um, as my feet touch the water, that they don't get cold, that would be really awesome. And oh, one more thing, Jesus if it's really you, if you could just turn the night into day so that we can just see what's going on here. We can all see what we're doing. Peter didn't say any of that. He said, let me join you. There will never be the perfect time, the perfect conditions where everything is checked and balanced to step out in faith. And I think when you look at that, it doesn't exist and it wouldn't be called faith if, there, if it was the perfect conditions, would it? It wouldn't be called faith. It would be called comfortable. And I think sometimes we can get too comfortable in where we're at in our lives and God's asking us to step out, to trust Him and to do at His command, go and do what He's asking us to do. Sometimes when Jesus says, let's go, we've just got to go and trust that he has it all sorted. Now, has Jesus been calling you out of your comfort zone? Has he been calling you out of the boat, but you've been waiting for the perfect conditions? There will be never, there'll never be a perfect time. You'll never have that checklist where everything is ticked. So let's go at his command. So the first thing, be brave. We need to be brave. As we step out in faith, we need to be brave. The second thing, there's never going to be a per- the perfect conditions or the perfect time for you to step out. And the, th- uh, the third thing, did I say that? I don't know, might have got it mixed up. But the third thing, keep your eyes fixed and your focus set on Jesus. We see in verse 30, that Peter said, when he realised how high the waves were, when he realised how high the waves were, he, he became frightened and started to sink. And he said, save me, Lord. He cried out. He was looking around. He, his focus on Jesus had become broken. And when we look around and we take our eyes off, off Jesus, it cripples our faith. It causes us to doubt. And it causes us to say, what if? And I don't know if you've ever been down the, the road of what if this, what if that, what if this. All it ever turns into is worry and things that maybe were never going to happen. What if? Comparison, looking at other people can cripple our faith. Look at how much faith that person has. Look at how great they're walking on the water to Jesus. That's amazing. I can't believe how good they are. They're going at it. How can they do that? Taking our eyes off Jesus and looking around at our circumstances around at us or, or other people 
will always send us on a downward spiral. And so we need to keep our focus set. And I think sometimes we need to be so adamant about who we're going to set our focus on, who we're going to um, fix our eyes on, and that is Jesus. And be so determined that that is where our focus is set. Peter looked at the waves and the winds and he took his eyes off Jesus and he began to sink. You know, at at school, um, Charlie and Sam, they tell me that the teacher does this thing. When the whole class gets distracted and maybe is getting out of hand and I've had a little bit of an idea of what teaching's like with just two, so I can't imagine 20 in a classroom. That's just nuts. That's crazy. But they, the teacher does this thing where she says, one, two, three, eyes on me to remind them where their focus needs to be. And I think sometimes uh, we need to have that constant reminder that's one, two, three, eyes on Jesus. Set and fix your eyes there. And you know, we can think, come on, Peter, you should have known better. It, it was just at a miraculous uh, feeding of the, of the thousands of the loaves and the fish. And he said, come on, Peter, you should have known better. You should have had more faith. You know, why did you doubt? But we've all been there. We've all been there. The thing I love to look at is where were the other disciples? The other disciples were still sitting in the boat. They were still there. Peter had the guts to step out at Jesus' command and and go to him. We can't settle for sitting in the boat. And I want to say uh, to everyone that's watching on today, don't settle for sitting in the boat, sitting in your comfort zone because God has more for you. He has more that He wants you to to, uh, take on. And sometimes it's just that we've got to say, okay, God, I trust you. And if there's anything that 2020 has taught us, it's that we can trust in Jesus, that He has a plan, that He's working it for good and that we can trust Him. We can relax in trusting Jesus so that when He asks, hey, I want you to step out, Okay, I'm going to do it. Don't settle for sitting in the boat because that's where it's comfortable. You're too scared of failing, you know. Fix your gaze on Jesus. He has more for you. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. Peter gave it a shot and he jumped out of the boat. Let's, let's not look around and begin to doubt, look at others and say, hey, they're doing it better and I know um, I've... I've been guilty of that, looking at others and saying, they're doing it better than me. But just as we heard a few weeks ago by Pastor Craig Rochelle, is to stay in our lane, run our race, keep our eyes firmly fixed and focused on Jesus. And so number one, be brave. Number two, there's never going to be a perfect time. And number three, keep your eyes focused and fixed on Jesus. And the fourth thing as we finish up here today is you are not alone. You are not alone. You don't have to do it on your own. In verse 31, we see Peter starts to sink in the water and he cries out, save me, Lord. And here is Jesus' response. Jesus immediately stretched out his hand and lifted him up and said, what little faith you have, Why did you let doubt win? I can't imagine Jesus in that moment just being angry at Peter. I think it would have been more of a mentor and a coaching type. You know, what little faith you had. You know, why did you let doubt win? 
But in that, that verse there, it doesn't say that Jesus ran over to rescue Peter. When he said, save me, Lord, he ran over and he, he, and he, grab, and he grabbed him. It, it doesn't uh, say, you know, that Jesus immediately, sorry, it doesn't say that he ran over to rescue Peter. Or that Jesus had, I don't know if any of you out there have ever seen the cartoon Inspector Gadget. That Jesus had this Inspector Gadget hand that just stretched right out over to where Peter was and, and lifted him up. And so he was safe. But it says, Jesus immediately stretched out his hand and lifted him up. This says to me that Jesus was within arm's reach. He stretched out his hand and he lifted him up. He stretched out his hand and he lifted him up. Peter was not alone. Jesus was right there within arm's reach. In his mess up, he was right there with him. And you know, Jesus is with us too. When we step out in faith, he doesn't just leave us to our own devices. He doesn't just say, hey, I want you to step out. You know, and we say, yes, Lord. And he goes, okay, off you go, catch you later. He's right there with us. And when we have a moment and we feel like we've messed up or we feel like we've failed, guess who's right there to stretch out his hand and lift us up and say, come on, you know, why did you doubt? Come on, keep going. We're going to do this together. Remember, I am is on our side. He's with us. He's with you. You know, I believe that this year God has been developing a deep trust in him. Because what's ahead will require us to step out in faith. What's ahead will require us to trust in Him as He says, hey, we're going to go here. Hey, I want you to do this. And instead of hesitating and ta- you know, wondering and looking at all the what ifs, we step out because we know the one in whom we trust is with us. And so I want to ask you today as we start this month in this series on faith, will you step out of the boat? at His command, and will you say, let's go? Because Jesus is looking for people who will say, Jesus, I'm going to go. I don't want to settle. I don't want to sit in the boat and I don't want to settle and I don't want to stay here because I know that God has more for me. Yes, 2020 has been hard and it's been frustrating, but what's ahead for me, the best is yet to come. And so I want to encourage you, church, don't settle here in 2020 feeling discouraged and frustrated and hopeless, but let's believe in I am Jesus who we can trust and who we know that when He says, come on, we're going to stay step out in faith. We're going we're gonna to take back some ground. We're going to see God move. And when He asks us to go, we say, I'm there. I'm going. Be brave. Don't wait for the perfect, and time, the perfect timing and conditions. You could be waiting a very long time if you do that. Be brave. Don't wait for perfect timing and, condi- and conditions. Keep your eyes fixed and your focus set. And remember, you are never alone. We are never alone, no matter what happens. And so I want to encourage you, church, exciting times are ahead for us. Exciting times are ahead for you. As you say, I'm trusting in you, Jesus. And I'm believing that there's more coming out as we head into the coming months, as we head into next year that the harvest is ready and that we are going to see a harvest like we've never seen before. 
And we have got to trust in Jesus like we've never had before and see Him move. And so I want to pray, you know, maybe you've been watching on this morning and you're thinking, hey, I'm, I'm new to this. I don't even know how to trust Jesus or how to do what you've been saying. Maybe you're new to this and you're, you're thinking, you know, I just need to get my life right with God. I need to get my life right with Jesus. Then, hey, I want to pray for you because I'm going to believe that God has more for you as you say yes to Him and as you say, God, forgive me for my mess up, remembering He's right there with us and He helps us and He keeps us going on the journey that He has ahead for us. So I want to pray for you. But also, I want to pray for those that have maybe felt like this year, you've just started to settle in. Yes, you've been trusting God, but you just started to settle in and go, well, this is all there is. I want to challenge and encourage you today that God has more for you and He wants you to begin to step out in faith and do those things that He's been asking of you. You know the things that He's been asking of you and He wants you to begin to step out in faith. Get out of the comfort zone. I know it's good there. I know it's it's easy inside the boat. You know, we don't get wet. We don't have these high waves rolling over us, all this sort of stuff. But God wants us to get out of the boat and trust Him at His command. So will you pray with me this morning as we finish up? Lord, we thank You this morning. Whoever is watching on, wherever they have come from today, Lord, that You love them and that You have great purpose and plans for them, Jesus. And so I pray right now, God, that Lord, wherever they are, whatever they're doing right now, that You would come by the power of Your Holy Spirit and that they would encounter You. And that Lord, if they don't know You, that right now as they open their heart to You and as they just surrender their life to You and as they say, God, forgive me for the things that I've done wrong. I wanna put You first. As they do that, Lord, we know that You will come in and that Lord, You will help them on this exciting journey of faith and trusting in You. And I pray, God, for those that are watching on today, that they wouldn't look at this year and think this is all there is, but they would get excited for what's ahead. That Holy Spirit, You would begin to encourage them and deposit those dreams that maybe they have feel like have been gone and forgotten, that You would revive them back in them, Lord. And that God, they would have something rise within them that says, I'm not gonna settle. I'm not gonna stay in the comfort zone, but I'm gonna be ready to go at His command. And I'm gonna trust in Jesus. I'm gonna trust Him. I know that He is dependable. As we do that, Lord, I know that there is exciting times ahead, that the best is yet to come and that, Lord God, we will see more than ever Your Kingdom advanced as Your people say, God, send me. God, I will go at Your command. I'm ready and I trust in You, Jesus. So I thank You for all You're doing. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Bless you, church. Get excited for the month that we're talking about faith. I believe it's really just going to keep encouraging you and uplifting you as we head out of this year and into a new year. Bless you heaps. Thanks for listening to this week's message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. For more information about TCC, check out TerrellganCityChurch.com.